Disclaimer, I am not a professional, nor do I claim to be a professional. All opinions shared within this podcast are mine, and when relevant, research, resources, and information relevant will be attached in a file linked to this podcast. With all that being said, hey, I'm Romy, but you knew that already. Welcome to my podcast, where I talk about all the things that make my brain cells dance. I guess right about now would be appropriate to address why this podcast exists. And first of all, I'd like to share a personal theory as to how I live my life and what informs the way I live my life. And primarily, it's the fact that I talk a lot. That's number one. It's a big thing. I can talk for days, and I think that is just ingrained in who I am as a person because I naturally think a lot and I think pretty deeply about seemingly mundane things. But in the process of thinking and talking a lot, I find a lot of the effort goes towards maybe having small talk or having relevant conversations to the relevant topics as decided by the people that I have conversations with. Maybe they aren't exactly relevant at all times for me because at times I do find myself feeling unfulfilled by the conversations. But here's where the podcast comes in where I can seek to have the kind of conversations or contribute my voice towards the dialogue surrounding type of conversations I want to have and topics I want to speak about. And I think my personal contribution to this world is to deepen the perspectives on seemingly mundane things that we experience on a daily basis. So that would, I think that surrounds a variety of topics. And some of the topics that I think I'm going to be focusing on primarily are my journey with mental health, because as somebody that struggles, I think it's so uplifting and encouraging to hear the perspective of another and if I can use my voice to make somebody feel a little bit less alone that's more than enough for me and I honestly do have some very controversial opinions at times well controversial in the sense that it may not exactly line up with the common interests of maybe certain belief groups might believe, belief groups that I'm a part of. And then I do like to read a lot. So every once in a while, I'll either be discussing a chapter in the book that I'm reading at whatever time that I post the episode, or I might give a whole book review if I finish the book and I think it's that interesting that I have to talk about it. And then every once in a while, there will be like a world conversation where I feel like I've done enough research and to develop an opinion, and then on top of the opinion, I will share my opinion, and I'll use this as a platform to do so, but that is pretty much everything that I'm going to talk about on the podcast through all the episodes, however many seasons this might end up be, this might be a lifetime thing for me, like a personal journal, I want it to be like a personal journal because I love thinking and writing so this just might be my outlet to do so 
And with that being said, I think it's appropriate to get into the first topic. And I'd like to share how I've got up to where I am so far. So with that being said, today I want to talk about individuality and affiliations and what that looks like for me. So with all that, I think we should start with the childhood because I honestly believe that your childhood informs much of how we see life, whether it is how you see life as a young person or how you see life as an old person and everything in between. <laughs> um, much of our earlier years, I would, I would even go on to say much of our lives, we spend time unlearning certain behaviors that we might have learned growing up or addressing and processing trauma that we might have experienced in our younger years and throughout our entire lives and maybe even talking about how we see our families is important to the development of self and yeah I think it's important that we look at the the elements of childhood in order to look at the big picture because it really feeds in because it builds the foundation as how you're going to live your life for the rest of your life. <laughs> and I guess from my beginnings, I come from a bigger family, um, a historically big family. Um, my mom having 11 siblings and then my dad having a host of siblings as well. I'm pretty sure there's 10 of his biological siblings and then he has a whole heap of step siblings that he's equally as close to, which is pretty cool. But that being said, my parents did follow along with that trend. My mom has three kids and my dad has five. So in total, there's about six of us. And <laughs> I'm number five and I'm also a twin. So I guess when it comes to being absorbed by loud voices as a quieter personality, it happened. The inevitable happened. I was practically swallowed up by the personalities of my siblings and the rest of my family, which is pretty cool because, I mean, it's never nice to have your voice almost silenced by how loud somebody else is being, but to see how many diverse perspectives there were and how many people could have such different personality types and perspectives despite coming from the same place and the same family, really. So, with all that being said, I think it's easy to also fall into the, the trap of living in your sibling's shadow, because that's what happened to me. I was either known as my older brother's little sister, or my twin sister's twin sister, or my little sister's big sister, and with that comes the expectation to fit into certain boxes whether it be behaviorally or personality-wise, or even just like down to how you socialize with other people. And while it wasn't always bad because my siblings are pretty cool people, what happened was is their 
within those expectations being built surrounding my siblings, I think people tend to forget that we are fundamentally different people and we even have differing perspectives. Some of us have contrasting personalities. So it's hard to fit us all into one box because that's like trying to fit a circle into a square and a triangle into a parallelogram. It just doesn't work. (laughs) And with all that happening, I found myself getting frustrated at the fact that I couldn't fit, but I don't think I was meant to fit in their boxes. And that led to a funk towards the earlier parts of my teen years. And I think I came to the realization that I didn't really have a personal self or I didn't have a concept of self. And I had less of an understanding of my personality than my siblings per se. And I think we have all come to terms with the fact that we've had to um, discover certain parts of ourselves, which is natural because everybody has to do a process of self-discovery and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deny them of that experience because I, I've seen their processes and to see what, who they've come out to be at the end, well, it's not the end yet, we're not dead, but they are pretty beautiful people despite their hardships and what I've seen them go through, right? Um, but in the process of developing myself, I tended to lean on certain aspects of my humanity, <laughs> which was my connection to music and my faith experience. and. I think in being intentional about the music that I was listening to and trying to listen to as many genres as possible, I introduced myself to a lot of different communities by listening to those types of music and by getting involved in those communities, you get put onto the little hobbies that are involved in those communities as well, as well as the cultural aspects of it and the fashion aspects and the social social cues that go along with those aspects I said aspects a lot (laughs) and you you get to learn these hobbies and within discovering different communities you kind of take what sticks and you leave what doesn't and I can't honestly see how that has formed much of my personality (laughs) like if I look at the music that I listen to it's a little bit all over the place and then as a person I'm a little bit all over the place but I find my home musical home in soul in neo soul music and I enjoy much of what the neo soul community enjoys and then I also look at the alternative rappers like um What's the name? Tyler the Creator. I can't believe I just said that because I love that man. <laughs> um, I look at Tyler the Creator and I look at how he normalized being weird, like out of this world kind of weird. And to a certain extent, I've personalized that mission myself and I don't have any problem with being like out of this world kind of weird either. And then I also look at how my faith walk impacted the way that I operate in life and how 
I really see my faith walk being one of the first places where I felt I had a voice because even just looking at like even looking at my faith from a doctrinal um, perspective I a lot of the messages that I grew up hearing especially growing up being in church is that God sees you and I guess when you grow up feeling unseen or feeling profoundly lonely um, it's it's just a different perspective and then to know that somebody sees you even when you felt like feel like nobody does it's it serves as a reminder that hey I'm valuable in this world and especially with battling with certain thoughts when when it comes to my mental health it was it was almost like a burden was lifted off my shoulders when it came to feeling seen at church and feeling seen with God. But that's that's a deeper topic for another day. But nowadays I see myself as being this like a really strange person. Like I can't even get a grasp on it. But I'm coming to love myself every single day a little bit more every single day and I think that's amazing (laughs) because I wouldn't live any other way if I had the opportunity to live any other way and yeah that's how I see myself now but that doesn't really discount the challenges that I face on a daily basis which some of some of them are a little weird not gonna lie they're a little bit exaggerated (laughs) and I don't know if it's exaggerated because I'm a little bit dramatic not gonna lie I hate being called dramatic but I know to a certain extent I am dramatic um but I think I'll list like maybe four or five of my biggest struggles as I have them written down here in my notes but one of the first ones that I wrote while journaling because I'm reading out of my journal is that sometimes struggling to fit in is my biggest issue (laughs) because I don't know I don't think you can really fit in unless you fully accepted yourself or it's either you need to fully accept who you are as a person or you need to not know who you are as a person completely. And unless you're operating on one of those spectrums, it's hard to fit in with the people that you want to fit in because you might not know what you're trying to identify with. And because I still see myself as a work in progress, I don't know where I'm going and I'm more than okay with admitting that but I do know what I'm working towards and I try really hard (laughs) to make sure that if I'm going to fit into a space or if I'm going to try to fit into a space it's going to be a space where I feel like I'm going to grow right and then another issue for me is like wanting to fit into a space but not wanting to have to compromise who I am as a person in order to fit into that space. And I find this a lot with friends. Um, 
especially battling between, well, it's not really a battle, but like trying to operate on the spectrum of being somebody with that holds some pretty strong beliefs when it comes to um, human life and what it is to be a human in the human condition and then operating with opposing beliefs in like faith circles where not ex- a lot of religious people don't exactly agree with my perspective and sometimes you can feel like an outsider when it comes to that and then being a person of strong faith and then not exactly having a million perspectives that agree with the perspective of maybe non-religious people and much like what I said about um, fitting into spaces where I feel like the perspectives will make me grow I think that's important in all aspects of life and that's that's my intentional effort when it comes to having those opposing beliefs right and then a lot of the time I struggle with making the distinction that I am my own person regardless of my connections and I think this specifically pertains to how I engage in relationship with people knowing that they know my siblings and my mom because a lot of the time I still hear hey you must be so-and-so's daughter or hey, you're so-and-so's sister. And it can be a little overwhelming because it's just like, why don't you know me for me being me? <laughs> why do you know me? Because you know my sibling. And it's one of the more petty issues. Like, I don't really have a big... I don't really see it as a big deal, but knowing that I've worked so hard to distinguish myself from my siblings, it's always a source of annoyance, which I've kind of accepted at this point because why am I going to fight it when I can really just save time and save myself the energy and devote that energy to other things instead of getting angry over that. So I'm kind of learning to feel the feelings and move on afterwards when it comes to that. And then the last one I would say is my biggest pet peeve so far, but it's not that big of an issue. And that is laying claim to my own personal interests and the things that I've worked towards because something that really annoys me is when people look at you and say, hey, I put you onto that, I put you onto this, and in all realities, you might like it significantly significantly more than they do, but simply because they introduce introduce you to that, sometimes it feels like they hold it over your head and it's just like, you don't even really like it. I actually like it. <laughs> and it's a little bit of like one of those petty non-issues, but it really sends me swinging sometimes. <laughs> Anyhow, that's the reality of me being an individual and acknowledging that I have my own individual issues. Um, But if I can offer any encouragement to anybody that is listening to me today, is that when you work towards being your own person, yeah, you're going to have some struggles on the way there. And in the process of looking for yourself, you're going to find other 
things that may be a part of other people and may not completely align with who you want to be as a person. But I think any effort made towards distinguishing yourself and then getting to develop an authentic view of who you are as a person is amazing. I think that those efforts are commendable and every step you take closer to yourself and closer to self-discovery is a step that you should enjoy and a step that you should learn from. And I just I just heavily encourage you to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, hey, I don't know who you are. Let's get to know you. And now that I close, I want to recommend you a song of the week. And that song is They Don't Know by John B. No? I am getting ready to close. And it is super early in the morning. It's currently Sunday at 5.42 a.m. I recorded this like eight times already today because I just want to get perfect. (laughs) I think this time is the charmer for me. But anyhow, I love you. I hope you have an amazing week. And feel free to contact me through all social media platforms platforms and I know many of you have my phone number so you might as well text me if you want to chat and yeah thank you for listening see you next week bye